0: Hey, this is Pastor David. Thanks for plugging in today. I believe that this word from God will encourage you, challenge you, and help direct you toward your destiny. A new commandment I give unto you, Jesus said, that you love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and understanding, and that you love your neighbor as yourself. Let's get right into the word. Welcome, friends and family, to this episode of Daily Bread. I'm here in the podcasting studio with Ceviche, the freckle faced fish, and my beautiful, illustrious bride of (laughs) 20 some years, Pastor Tanya. Welcome.
1: Hey, everyone.
0: So good to have you here today. We're talking about the message, Roar Like a Lion. If you missed it, you can find a link in the description below. And as always, we encourage you to explore our archive of relevant teaching right there on YouTube by typing Strong Tower Casper in the search bar. In your message, you described Jesus as the lion of the tribe of Judah, and that we, the children of God, become part of that pride of lions yeah. and i think i mentioned yesterday that image that you showed <laughs> of that pride of lions just what a great shot so thank god for google images i'm sure that's <laughs> exactly. where that came that I'm sure that's where, where that came from. from but that was really really awesome somebody's
1: a great photographer
0: yeah, somebody's awesome so way to go somebody <laughs> it seems obvious that most successful prides work together as one cohesive team mm. and if we're to walk in victory in this life it is absolutely vital that we create or cultivate this type of family, which you did such a great job talking about in yesterday's episode of Daily Bread. Oh, thank you. In your message, you said that Judah means worship. Mm -hmm. So Jesus is the lion of the tribe of worship.
1: That don't put some shout in you, huh?
0: That's something, man. This tribe we belong to, the the pride that we run in, is a tribe of worship. And so often, Christians relegate their worship to the Sunday morning experience. Mm -hmm. Others put worship in a box that consists of music and singing, dancing, postures like kneeling, jumping, lifting our hands. And it's true. These are all expressions of worship. I'm 100% for, for all of these things. However, worship is much, much bigger than that. Oh, yeah. So tell us some unique ways, behaviors, disciplines, etc., that are expressions of worship which are not typically considered within the usual idea of worship.
1: (laughs) I love that you said that. Like, why save our worship for just Sunday, right? Worship is life. You don't save living for just one hour on Sunday, right? You live it. It's easy to give the no-does. Let me think. Some... Some not so typical, no does of worship, uh, serving people. Okay, help the waiter out by stacking your plates when you're done eating. That's easy enough, right? That's helping. Uh, Being patient with people. You know, I know sometimes people have a rough day, not your fault, but we can exercise a little patience with them while they're having their rough day. Uh, Being kind to people, not just when they talk to you first, like go out of your way. Go out of your way to be nice to somebody. Um, noticing people behind the counter as they're serving you. Get off your phone. Facebook's not that important. Talk to the person. Ask them how their day is. Um, Ask them if everybody's been nice to them today and be extra nice to them. We've heard the saying, when you leave a place, leave it better than you found it. So let's just live that. When you leave a place, leave it better than you found it. Whether physically, you pick something up, you, you clean something, you set something so that it's nice or emotionally, like you left somebody with a smile, you left them laughing, you you made their day better, you just impacted them positively. Look, that's being Jesus to people and being Jesus to people, that is worship. Another no duh, uh, not so fun for everybody, but get out of your comfort zone. Get out of that thing, blast the walls off of it. Start a conversation with a stranger for the sole purpose of making that stranger's day better. Talk to somebody you don't know. Tell them something nice. Just walk around and be like a a kind bomb on people.
0: One of my favorite quotes is by Lillian B. Yeoman, and you know it because I say it so often, (laughs) is that there's nothing God likes more than somebody who's willing to step over the great precipice with nothing under their feet except the word of God. And so when you tell people to get out of their comfort zone, I know it might not seem like a great exploit, but there is something about stepping out into that comfort zone. That is a great precipice. Mm-hmm. And it can be as simple as that. You don't have to go do this big thing, right? There There really aren't any big things. Right. There's just things that are made up of a lot of little things that become what, what look to us as big. But they're really made up of a bunch of little things.
1: Right. If life is worship then we don't need to make an event of worship. We just got to live it and live it out, live it outside of ourselves.
0: And getting out of your comfort zone is a really, really great way to step out over the great void, the the great Mm -hmm. chasm and trust that the Holy Spirit is going to put you on an adventure or give you the words to say, or give you the confidence that you need in that situation. And, it actually becomes this kind of daily discipline that you can do that will set you up for that quote-unquote big thing mm-hmm. because you've, you've already been disciplined in the little things. You've already been willing to step out over a small precipice with nothing under your feet but the Word mm-hmm. of God. And you do that time after time after time, and you build your confidence so that when there is what seems to be a big event or a big precipice, you're willing because you've got the confidence to put your foot out over over it and recognize that God's word is going to cover you.
1: Yeah, and you've worked the relationship with God in getting out of that zone and letting him come through for you. You know that he is there, that he is present, that he is working. And so it not only blesses the person that you are serving or hanging out with or whatever you're doing, it also blesses you in that your relationship with the Lord has grown. And here's another one, a big one, but it's a big comfort zone breaker too. Pray in public. Don't save praying for Sundays. Don't save praying for just your tiny little group. Pray in public. Pray for people who need healing. If you see people at the Walmart who need healing, pray for them. Pray for someone who looks sad. Just go up and talk to them. Pray for them. Pray for people wherever you go approach the throne of God for them. And it doesn't have to be long or loud or weird. Just pray. See, worshiping is just exalting God. So when you leave your house and you exalt the Lord, you are worshiping.
0: I think praying in public is so important. It not only helps the person who's being prayed for, but it galvanizes your faith. Mm. It really puts you out there and says this is what i believe and i am willing to act on it that is faith we think faith is like this big elusive thing that i can't quite get my hands on faith is simply action yeah faith is i'm going to put my hands on the sick guy because god said if i lay my hands on the sick they shall recover yeah i don't have i don't have to have faith for this guy to become well I'm demonstrating my faith that I I believe God's going to make him well by stretching out my hand to put it on his shoulder and putting myself out there saying, I believe Jesus is the healer and I believe he wants to heal you. And we've been teaching people for years how to how to pray for people in public. And again, if you're using some kind of King James these and thou's holier than thou model, it's gonna be loud and embarrassing for you. It's gonna come across weird for the people and be like, what is this kind of culty thing? we need to be naturally supernatural. Mm -hmm. You can pray in a way that doesn't bring a lot of attention to yourself or or to the other person. In the middle of a public place, how many conversations do you see happening in public places and you don't give a second thought to what they're talking about? It's just two people who met in the freezer section and they're having a little, a little conversation. And your prayer for somebody can look just like that. Yes. It can be just that simple. It's just about being real and being natural and being about who you are in Christ. And I think these are really, really good examples serving people. You gave us like a dozen more ways <laughs> that, that we could serve people, being patient with people, being kind, noticing people. And I think you really hit it home when you said, just be Jesus to mm-hmm. people, be that loving kindness to people getting out of your comfort zone is got to be the a1 way of stretching stretching yourself in in reasonable ways and allowing yourself to be taught how to fully rely on the leading and the help of the holy ghost and and praying in public now in the message you said that lions were perfectly created to hunt in the darkness yes. actually you said it in your best <laughs> david attenborough impression and it was outstanding. So go back and listen to the message. The link is below. But we know that the enemy is also likened to a prowling lion and that we need to be careful because he's out to devour us. Mm -hmm. And Jesus describes himself as the lion of the tribe of Judah. So even within the imagery of scripture, we can see that there is a war taking place between kingdoms. You said, We don't have to fear the dark because we are designed perfectly to hunt in the darkness. Not we're good at it, not we're excellent at it, but we are designed perfectly Mm -hmm. to do so. And even though we're competing prides of lions, Jesus says that he who is in me is greater than he who is in the world and that the light will always dispel the darkness. How can I shine my light in the darkness, Pastor T? How do I let the lion within me come alive?
1: Oh man, that's such a great question. Get the word in you. Get the Bible in you and love it. Fall in love with the word. Get it in you and love the truth. You guys, when you love something, when you love somebody, you talk about it all the time. You you can't stop. It's just there. It's at the top of your heart. Get the word in you that deep. And love it that deep that it is always at the top of your heart and overflowing out of your mouth. And
0: spending time has to be one of the best ways to develop a great love Oh yeah. for someone or something, right? I mean, think about it. You just spend time with people. Even let's say there's somebody or some activity in your life that you don't, really like that much but you do that activity repeatedly and you take that you multiply that by time and all of a sudden you're finding joy in it and you love it and obviously we're gonna we're gonna find joy in the word without having to work quite so hard but it even works in you know that there's that guy that joined your friend group and you're like I don't know about that guy He's <laughs> a little strange we don't really get along but then you multiply it by time and you develop a love for that person yeah. so I think I, I really like how you said that just adding that element of time into your relationship with the word.
1: Yeah. And then once it's in there and you are just so deep in over your head in love with the word of God and and everything that you find in there refuse to compromise. Refuse to compromise with the world. The world's going to live one way and if the Lord says no, you hold on to that no. You refuse to compromise with the world and to take anything of it inside of yourself. You start to prophesy and you start to declare and you start to just speak things into the atmosphere, the speaking the things of the Lord into the atmosphere and watch that atmosphere change. It is amazing.
0: It might seem difficult to not compromise with the world because we're so surrounded by the world and so inundated with the world. And then we get these outspoken Christians who are like, oh, our, our Christianity is, is evolved and evolving, and we're, we're reimagining what it is to be Christians. And, and, and so we, they have all of these opportunities to compromise. In one of our previous episodes of Daily Bread, you were talking about doing God things with God people, And that's, in my opinion, one of the best ways, if not the best way to avoid compromise Mm -hmm. is to be not, I'm not talking about groupthink because groupthink is probably the fast track to compromise. I'm talking about people who are independently in love with God, in love with his word, praying, seeking him out, activated Christians who are Sunday goers. They're involved in their churches. They're praying for people outside of church. I mean, they're active. They're active believers. And these people are out there. They're not that hard to find. Matter of fact, Strong Tower is chock full of them. Oh, yeah. We've got a, an amazing community of believers. Oh, there I go using that buzzword again. <laughs> but we are. We are a, a real community of believers uh, who are active and alert and seeking out who God is. And I just, I don't say that as a point of pride. I just say that, you know, I love to brag about our church because the it's the people. It's yeah. it's the people who are willing to be real on this journey and say, hey, we don't want to fake this. We don't want to do fake Christianity. We don't want to just come here and lift our hands on Sunday and then live totally different during the week. We, we actually want to live and serve a, a real, genuine and, and living God. We want to know and be known by our creator. And to your point, I think probably the best way to avoid compromise is to surround yourself, saturate yourself mm-hmm. with people like that.
1: Amen. And a third way, I think that we can shine our light in the darkness and let the lion within us come alive is to stand our ground. We are getting pressed from every side, all angles, all the time. And it's the easy way out is to just say, "Okay, have your way. You know, the easy way out is to just, you know, let your kid have the tantrum instead of putting some boundaries That's the easy way out. We refuse to take the easy way out. We stand on God's word and we stand on his ground. And so when those things come at us, we don't compromise and we don't give up. We say no, our no means no. And our yes means yes, because his no means no. And his yes means yes. And we will fight for that.
0: And we can be confident that we're standing on the right ground mm-hmm. because we're standing on the word of God.
1: Right. Yeah. I don't care what side of history I'm on. I care what side of the word of God I'm on.
0: Amen. Again, it illustrates the point of how important it is for us to know who we are mm-hmm. in Christ and to have our feet on the solid rock, the solid foundation, yeah. because when we stand our ground, that speaks of confrontation. Oh yeah. And so we've got to understand how we do confrontation rightly. We can do it in truth and in love, and when we do it that way, it comes across as genuine and authentic, even if it's a really hard truth. It comes across in a very loving and compassionate way, Mm -hmm. even if it's confrontational, while still standing for the things that the Lord has told us to stand for. We stand for righteousness, we stand for truth, we stand for biblical absolutes, and we stand for the Word of God, no matter what the world fancies or what goes in and out of popular culture as the fashionable thing to do.
1: That's right. Amen. Well said.
0: Not only are we represented by the lion of the tribe of Judah, the king of praise, we are lions within him because we are part of his family, and he is in us because we've accepted him as our Lord and Savior, and we can allow that lion to be made alive in us by getting the word in us, developing a love for that, that word, refusing to compromise with the world and standing on the solid ground of the written word of God. Amen. We've been talking about the message, Roar Like a Lion, which you can find by following the link in the description below. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Daily Bread. Make sure to explore our archive of messages on YouTube by typing Strong Tower Casper in the search bar. Thanks again for listening. Without your faithful support, we wouldn't be able to do the work that God has called us to. If you know someone who would be blessed by what you just heard, please pass this along. At Strong Tower, we believe that you are a unique expression of God's love and creativity, and we consider it an honor to be a part of your journey. No
1: one